Welcome to Office 365 Distill. A podcast about Office 365 and single mic. Episode 21. Yay! Happy legal birth. drinking age. Yes, legal drinking age. That's good. <laughs> so, happy birthday to us. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to us. us. Uh, okay, that's enough. Ah. That's enough. But it was our birthday. We've been doing this for a year. A year, 20 episodes. So, that's almost one episode every two weeks. Oh, Minus okay. the hangover time. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not right. bad. So, yeah. do you still think it's a good idea? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love these get-togethers, both because I get to pick your brain. And <laughs> um, so together with that, we get lots of people introduced to our ways of thinking. True. And we always end up with a really nice whiskey. We do. And I enjoy it. It's fun. It's fun. It's true. But uh, it is, as you said earlier on, a few weeks ago, like we've become a bit of whiskey snobs. Like <laughs> yes, we last year, have. we would just go with everything. Oh, that's so good. And now it's like, mm, this is like mediocre. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is true. Especially when we hit the bar, <laughs> I would have been quite happy with the Jamesons and the Bushmills. Yeah. And now I'm kind of looking for, for something a bit more, a bit more mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true, yeah, true. that is that is interesting. That's true, cool. true. So what else is new? We also did something else uh, new this week. Did we or last week? Remind me. Uh, we did our live podcast. We did our live podcast. Yes. What do we give ourselves? <laughs> Six out of ten. Well, as a maximum, yeah. Maximum, yes. four out of ten. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. We, it uh, didn't go as well as we thought. We should have done no. a good sound check in the morning. And quite honestly, people had had a long day. Yeah. And uh, yeah. the so, last thing they wanted to do was listen to us rabbiting on. True, true, true. And I did rabbit on. You did, you did. But it was good. So I didn't feel the urge to um, to step in and to take over. But you were you were on a roll, man. I was on a roll. Yeah. We, might, uh, we might pull some of that into this uh, podcast. We'll see. We're definitely going to pull in some of the speaking, roving reporter stuff. Some Absolutely. of the recordings from people. Yes. We and did we'll, a number of interviews during the day with uh, attendees, with speakers, with organizers. Uh, yeah. And this was SharePoint Saturday, Belgium. 2019. 2019. Let's exactly. have some figures from this event. So, yeah. um, I, this is the seventh one, did they say? Seventh or eighth or ninth, ninth one, isn't it? Ninth, ninth because yes. next year yeah. is number 10. Yeah. So, how many people were present? Total number, all the way across the lot. Oh, a lot. I know. A lot. Because, be, yes, no, okay. because so I, I, I go, no, I go to a lot of SharePoint Saturday events around the world, and, and definitely the one from the Netherlands and the one from Belgium are always, for me, the ones with the biggest numbers. 380 people were present. So 380 in- people. Wow. That includes that all the speakers nuts. and the volunteers, which there were a few of us around volunteering, mm-hmm. you and I. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and which is quite cool. And actually, that was 300 and atten- 320 attendees registered. So their the rate of no-shows was actually surprisingly low. It is always very low in Belgium and the Netherlands. Yeah. All right, let's get another one. Nice. How many hours of sessions and teaching do you think there was over that day? One day. I find this number amazing. Oh, well, we got around, I think, five or six sessions per 
Uh, Stream. Pers- yeah, and then we got four or five different rooms. Uh, let so me just get you to five a number. Times the, yeah. Would 23 sound about right? Oh, yeah. 23 hours. Yeah. 23 hours. Wow. And it's free, completely free. 23 that's, that's hours. That's full two and a half days. If you compare that in normal eight-hour days, wow. Yeah, cool. and we, were, we were telling the boys, of course, how well they'd done, but they really did do well. They sold out all their sponsor slots yeah. and everything else. Yeah. So it really is a superb event. And yeah. somebody was saying they think it's the largest SharePoint event, actually, of all the SharePoint events in terms of numbers. Could very well um, be. But yeah. uh, definitely in Europe, uh, yeah. possibly in the yeah. U.S. So and it, was, I have it to, was a good day. Yeah, I also have to say that the venue, uh, because they they – changed venues a few times during these nine years and they had to do that because they got more and more attendees and more and more sponsors in yeah so i think this venue is is really superb yeah it is yes mm-hmm. but it is going to be the last sharepoint saturday belgium as we know it i heard something they about made that first, yeah. but maybe we'll talk about that at the end mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. look at, yeah. as we, we close Put some down. cliffhanger in there yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah. all right uh, let's talk whiskey we, oh, yeah. we are mm-hmm. in Ireland today. Again, yes. Again? When and was the last time we did Ireland? Last uh, time. Last episode. Because we did the rye. <laughs> last episode because <laughs> we did your, your friggin' Kilbegan rye. Oh, the Kilbegan rye. I nearly wanted to do it again this time just to... Mm, for the I know. I, I, I wouldn't stop you. It's yeah. really quite annoying. I have the one bottle because it took a while to get hold of it. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm sitting there looking at it. Oh, should I drink it? Should I not drink it? And it'll soon get <laughs> emptied. And I'm thinking... You know, I buy this stuff to enjoy it. So yes, you, know. you should. Yeah, don't but be like me. Uh, when I was 19 years old, I went to my um, with with the girl that I was dating back then. We were just dating for a few weeks, and I took her to Dublin um, for a week or something. And we went to Jameson's Distillery. I got a special Jameson 12 year old with my name on the bottle. Uh, for a ridiculous price, of course, but I just thought I was super cool. And that bottle is still not finished, and it's still standing in my whiskey collection. And really? actually, I have it's got the your problem. Name on it. I haven't noticed. I've seen the Jamesons, but yeah, I didn't but realize you got your name on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the problem I have with it is that now the cork is uh, broken off, so I need to find a way how to get the whiskey out. You just push it in the top. Yeah, something like I've that. Got, I've got a, a Glen yeah. Merengue bit like that in, mm-hmm. in my book drawer with the floating cork in it. Yeah, it's a, it's a sign of uniqueness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. we are going to drink the Irishman today. So it's a twelve-year-old. It's it's an Irish, Irish whiskey called the Irishman. Called the Irishman. Okay. Yeah, so that's what's on the list today. So okay. 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 I also want to talk about whiskey because we're going to Orlando in ten days' time. Actually, it's we a week, are. isn't it? We'll be it's there. It's not next even week. a week. It's a few <gasps> days. In fact. One week from today, we would like to meet everybody. Yeah, exactly. One week from today, we would like to meet anybody that's listening or anybody that enjoys a whiskey and enjoys the podcast. We are going to be at The Whiskey. So it's a bar called The Whiskey. Mm -hmm. Down at The Whiskey. And we'll we'll put the details on Twitter. And we're going to be there from about 12.30 onwards. Something like that. 12.30 there, give or take. We'll have some lunch there. It had a ridiculously stupid number of whiskeys behind the bar. Actually... Bourbon. Actually, I should say that there's n- it's never ridiculously <laughs> stupid. The number is never big enough. No, true. But yes, 20, oh, 80% of them were bourbons, which is great for you and I because yes. we don't get to taste that many. Yeah, and about 10%, exactly. 20% of them were 
um, were European whiskies. They had yep. Kilbegan single grain yep. there. I saw yep. that. I saw and that they, one as well. They had mm-hmm. uh, my wonderful peated uh, Irish whiskey there as well. So anyway, and they also do tasting samples. So yep. so you can go and do a taste. So the first tasting glass, anybody who turns up mentions the Office 365 Distilled podcast. Yep. We'll be sitting next to a television and it'll be the one that the America's Formula One uh, race is playing on because we're yeah. going to go and watch the Formula One race. Mm-hmm. So if you want to join us, we would love you to join us on Sunday afternoon, uh, 12.30 onwards. Yeah, the race like is that. starting about one. That'd be great. Yeah. Cool. All right. So what else did you want to cover? I know what you wanted to cover. You wanted to cover all the roving reporting questions. So, of course. So yeah. tell everybody what we did. So what we did, uh, so last year we were uh, volunteering. So we were sitting in all the... Uh, sessions and just showing the presenters when they had like five or two minutes left of their time. Uh, what we did this year uh, was next to the live podcast that we did was to actually be uh, reporters and to actually talk to a number of people. So we did around 15 um, interviews uh, with uh, both attendees, um, organizers, uh, speakers as well. And we asked them five questions. So the first question uh, that we thought was going to be interesting to know is how many times people already uh, went to the SharePoint Saturday Belgium event. How many SharePoint Saturday events in Belgium have you attended? Uh, Three times. Three times? Yes. Okay, cool. So why is it important that you come to these events? Uh, to discuss some new ideas from different speakers and to yeah, broaden your network as well. Uh, I think it's the second one. Second one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, at least since 2012 or 13, I know when this. More or less, Six yeah. Six or seven. More yeah. or less, yeah. All right, so this is actually my second one. So last year I was here, it was an amazing uh, event, and this is my second time. Oh, I think it's maybe my first. I was presenting sometimes as well with search, of course, Dr. Flo. Uh, yes, yes, a few years. But I was talking to Thomas, one of the organizers before the event, and he was saying he's amazed this year how many newcomers, how many first timers they were. So I'm yep. surprised we didn't actually manage to mm-hmm. interview them because he, he looked at the figures and he looked at the first timers and he went, I've, this is wrong. I mean, he literally thought it was wrong. It was very high first-timers, so that wasn't too So bad. what does that mean? Does that mean that we've got a lot of new people in our industry? I or wonder. I, I think it potentially means that people are starting to see the value of community. And oh, the, yeah. the, the, the way that you get your information has changed, you know, the training courses, the blogs, the conferences you go on. And conferences generally are now big business, aren't they? So, yeah. you know, if in we've got uh, Ignite coming up in november and then the first week of december we've got the european sharepoint conference we've got a number of other events and i also think that people in belgium go to the paris uh the netherlands to for, for their sharepoint saturdays so i think people are kind mm. of willing to travel a little bit so that leaves a bit more I, space I, I never see a lot of people a lot of belgian no. people in belgium in uh, the netherlands or in uh, paris oh well that's that theory honestly, gone but... then as well but uh oh, yeah, well, maybe yeah. just that we, no. t- we ended mm-hmm. up speaking with mostly yeah. speakers of course yeah, yeah. Um, so, but anyway, yeah. So there's a lot of first timers and things. Yeah. But we think- also we also talked uh, with some uh, people that were still studying 
They were still the in students. Uh, yeah, they were still in 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 uh, university. They were studying. They had a few lessons around SharePoint, around Office 365, and they actually got extra credit when they came to an event like uh, this, like an event like SharePoint Saturday. So when when we're at my place recording, we have the dog barking in the background, <laughs> and now we're over at Moraine's place, and his daughter's watching Disney cartoons on Netflix or something. So yeah, she was getting like all that. excited. Yeah. So we're not beating her up. I promise. <laughs> um, no, the students were really interesting yeah. because uh, we obviously just picked people. You know, uh, it was very polite the way you said that we were interviewing people. Yeah. You know, we harassed them. Oi, you, come and talk to us on the podcast. <laughs> and uh, Well, yeah. I thought uh, definitely that one question about what color underwear they were having on, that was <laughs> that was a really good question. It made people yes. nervous. Yeah, it it yeah. made people very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the students were really cool. Their, yeah. their lecturer had told them that the event was on and that go and register and you get course credits. Yeah, and this um, was actually the top event on their list. Yes, no, so, I thought that's really quite cool. cool. Yeah, that's quite mm -hmm. cool. Let's get into some of the questions that we asked them. Then more of the the work that we do because I think they were really quite interesting. So um, I'm just trying to look at my list here to get the percentages. Yep. So we asked a couple of kind of long term questions, but let's go for the ones that we asked quick yes or no answers. And the first one we asked them was about apps, wasn't it? We asked them whether or not it was easy to roll out a new. Office 365 application or yep. not. Mm -hmm. And our responses were basically 66% said no, 25% said yes, and one person, 9% said it depends. Obviously, yeah. that was the consultant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But 66% saying yes, it's e uh, sorry, no, no it's yeah. difficult to roll them out. I kind of I thought would that have... was quite high. Well, I would have expected it would be much higher. Yeah, I would I don't have know. thought that like 90% of the people would say, yeah, that's really hard. Well, you and I both have different opinions on this. I'm, I'm sure regular yeah. listeners to it know. That's why we do this. I kind of no. throw this crap out there and let people use it and it kind yeah. of works. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas you, you believe that there's a you know more of a, a, a organization and, and it's no, valid no, it's, for, it's true for, no, for it's more true. complex if you, apps. If you take that baseline governance approach that you um, evangelize, hmm. Um, no, I think, I think it takes down the level of complexity for rolling out applications and rolling out a application. If it's an Office 365 application or something else, it always follows that same line. You always have to do the same kind of jobs to roll something out. Yeah, I get So that. if you've done that like five times already, then rolling just another application out is or might be simple-ish? Well, I was thinking whilst we were asking those questions, a lot of things were coming through my mind and I didn't actually uh, the roll them out. Uh, I didn't, sorry, I didn't actually follow up on the questions because we were obviously trying to move between different people answering mm -hmm. their questions. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to kind of extrapolate out and go, is it easier or harder to roll two applications out at the same time? So let's assume we did, I don't know, stream and to do mm -hmm. so you've got one lot of communications for both applications you don't need to separate them off no one needs more training than others um adoption and usage mm -hmm. is all part of the same communication so yeah. so i didn't know whether it would but work out easier to do two yeah. than would one that would that stress people there are end users would that stress them out more if we have two applications rolling out at the same time Here's the thing. How long does it take to roll one application out? What should your rollout window be? 
So is it two days? Is it two weeks? Is it two months? Is it It five depends months? on the organization, on the size of the organization, if they are all in one location, in multiple locations. What you want to do uh, regard is, uh, regarding training and, and coaching and all the user adoption stuff. You're just a typical consultant. So your answer is, it depends. No, if, if we're I rolling this out for a 200 people company, then we might do that in two days. Yes. Um, if it is a, um, I don't know, a company with 30 different locations, we might need to do something extra. If people have more um, than one language, for example, um, how are we going to do training? Do we want to have a local power user, all champion, right, enough, coach, enough, enough. I get blah, it, I get blah. it, I get it, all right? <laughs> Good, okay. So my question, my, I, the point is then, if it takes a long time, it could take a year to get four applications rolled out. <clears throat> could be. Which is not very beneficial to the business, and you don't get your value for your E3 license you're paying for. Agreed. So, yes. so to find a way of rolling these out quicker is better for me. And mm -hmm. the other thing is, mm -hmm. not everybody is going to use every application. Yeah. Exactly. So right. if you're going to roll out stream and to do, well, for me as a user, I just might like to do, or maybe I already use something else. And maybe I just want to learn about stream because I want to do video conferencing. And so the, the, bottom, like the first thing to do is to find out who your audience is. Yes. Understand your baseline governance yep. based upon what True. the organization knows yep. and then put the plan together to, to some extent mm -hmm. uh, to, to sort of make it work. I, uh was also thinking the other day, actually, what I was going to say was, I did a mini podcast this morning, but I haven't released any of these yet. But I, oh, did, yeah. I did a mini mm -hmm. podcast this morning that I'm thinking of kind of rolling out. But one of the things that I was looking at in there was basically the whole concept of an application and rolling it out and looking at the business value of it. So mm -hmm. just because I have Microsoft to do, why would I want to roll it out if the business don't want it? Exactly. No. So part of that pre-planning is to, and by that baseline governance is to go, you know, I've asked 16 people so far and nobody is interested at all managing their tasks through to do. I don't want to do this if it's not going to add any business value. I have exactly the same thing with Teams for a customer right now. A small customer, 60 people, and they're all working in the same on the same floor. Uh, they it's it's two big landscape offices, and they almost never work from home. So it's they the all wrong attitude to take, Moraine. I'm sorry, this is the wrong attitude. You should just go to your users and slap them a few times and say, "You are going to have Teams. You'll start <laughs> using it tomorrow." That's yeah. the way we should do adoption. The Russian Abs way. Yes, yes. <laughs> you will have Teams. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. No, Maybe yeah, not. they will be voluntold to do this. <laughs> yes, yes. voluntold. Yes. All right, cool. So that was the new applications question. What else did we ask them? We basically then asked them which next app they were going to roll out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that was really quite interesting for me because there was a, a sizable amount of people that said Teams. So what application Office 365 will you roll out next for your customer? A lot of things are happening in Teams and especially Teams integration regarding Flow, Power Apps, uh, a lot of questions there. Uh, well, we're now building an, uh, a Canvas app and a model-driven app, so that's probably the one that we're going to roll out. Um, and then after that, 
it's um, probably going to be a lot of Office 365, SharePoint teams, we're all, all looking at that. Uh, what teams? Teams, 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 teams. So you've not rolled it out yet? Uh, well, we're rolling out teams all the time, but it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I've got many customers, so. Ah, that's a good question. Uh, SharePoint Online, definitely, and OneDrive, and exchange, exchange or yes, yes, exchange, <laughs> definitely. And teams, we're, I think, under discussion of, of that. Uh, that's probably teams, I guess. Yeah, teams is quite big and um, quite popular. Surprising. Yeah, yeah, okay. indeed. Yeah, exactly. Now, I have to say, most people that we were talking to were consultants and they had more than one project going on. But a lot of people or a lot of projects were about uh, teams, exactly. But you read all the blurb that comes out from Microsoft and you kind of expect that everybody else, is they've all got six teams each. You know, it's it's so rolled out. There's millions of people. You get a team, man. You get a team, man. Everybody gets a team. Here's a team. Everybody's team. You're right. But I was really surprised. I I really kind of expected it to be out there already. And I know some of my customers have still not done it. No, absolutely. Um, And I know other customers that have only done it. Yeah. So I was that was a surprise for me. I think I don't know the numbers because I never counted them. But it was over half the people said they were going to do Teams next. Hmm. How many? Uh, projects do we do where people are still just new to Office 365, for example? Less and less. We had this conversation, yeah, didn't course, we, over yeah, a yeah. beer the other mm-hmm. day or over a wine yeah. the other day where we said, you know, is adoption going to kind of die off because everybody has already migrated to, to Office 365? Mm-hmm. And everybody seems to be in the Office 365, but there are still more programs going on and obviously they yep. haven't done Teams. We are seeing, of course, a lot of organizations that have gone Outlook only so far. True, exactly. So, yeah, but still. But I was surprised about yeah, that. I was more. surprised yeah. about the Teams. Yeah. So that was impressive. Yeah. Um, and then the other question that we had was about whether or not you create your own team site. Oh, that was an interesting one. That was an interesting one. Yes, because a lot of people said no. Or I don't want to let my end users create their own SharePoint sites. There was one person that said, I'm the SharePoint administrator, so I create it for them. Yes. Yes. Okay. Insert soundbite here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, that was that was that was a brilliant thing. Like I'm the I'm the SharePoint guy here. So if you want to have a SharePoint site, ask me. Come to me. Yeah. Buy me a nice Christmas present. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Ask me nicely. Please. Yeah. Can I have a SharePoint site? So I get out of a security standpoint that you might think that that is a good idea and that is what you want to do. But to be honest, yeah. So you would allow anybody to create a SharePoint site then? Well, um, we, as as again, it depends, of oh, course. Oh, but, 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 to have a number of people to be able to create SharePoint sites. So for now, it's just turn it off or turn it on for everyone. You can say, okay, I only want to have it on for a number of people. You can do that. Yeah, but you have to pay extra for that. No, you don't. No, you don't? Oh. Why do you have to pay extra for it? I thought it was a separate license. No, oh. It was a special um, Active Directory um, thing that you need to buy 
Well, so, maybe you're right. Yeah. I don't know. But I, my, when I've done that in the past, I just create a security group and mm-hmm. I only allow this security group to see the create site button. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you just put as many people into that that you want. So, yeah. for example, well, let's look at the strategies rather than going yeah, down yeah. the details. Yeah. So, for me, there are a number of strategies. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody gets to create it. They raise a service now ticket or they fill out an online form. Mm-hmm. And then they get approval for it, and then they you go and create it for somebody, yep. or you use the workflow to create it for you, mm-hmm. or the PMP tools, whatever you want to do. So that's that's one option. Yeah. The second option is you allow the business to create their own sites, but you have a site owner within a division or a department, and they create sites for the team. Yeah. And that that is a cop out way for the IT department to have to do it. Basically. That means that the IT is not responsible for doing it anymore, which is really no. good because don't blame me. We're not delaying you. It's Tom. Tom's on holiday and he creates your site. Yeah. So you've got to yeah. wait for Tom to come back. Not my fault. Yeah. All right. Maybe it's not really that way, but I kind of get a feeling about it. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then the other side, of course, is you just let everybody create their own sites. Well, I think there is something in between where you say uh, only people... So what we did in a previous project when we were working together was the driver license thing. So uh, people would go on a training. They would have a five-question survey that they need to fill out. And if they pass, they get a uh, driver's license that they can create their own SharePoint sites. Yeah, on the basis that we then think that they understand the governance behind it. Yeah. But since then, Microsoft have introduced a whole bunch of tools for managing and controlling exactly and yes. life cycle around sites that wasn't there before. And I yep. honestly don't think if I think if I look at Teams now and that question and when I talk about Teams of course I'm talking about SharePoint sites, site creation as well. Mm-hmm. And most people are only just rolling out Teams. Just out of interest, 58% said no, they can't create their own sites. 33% yes, they could create their own sites. Mm -hmm. And those 33% are the enlightened people. Yeah. They're the people that realize that there are a bunch of controls in the back office that can decide whether that site is being used or not. That site's not been used for six months, you know, I think. We'll delete that site. So we'll yep. email the site owners. We'll say, hey, your site is going to get yep. deleted. But that's so much extra work. If you can only stop them by the door and say, nope, you're not coming in. Okay, you can come in. That's so much easier than pulling everyone in the club every three hours to say, oh, do you still want to be here? Okay, cool. Yeah, you're still good. Oh, do you still want to be here? Okay, that's good. But do you not want to change... IT governance from no to yes. What well, what I mainly want to do is I want to be an enabler for the business. Mm, but you want to disable their ability to create a site when they need it. Listen, when those mm-hmm. two students started asking their yeah, questions, yeah, yeah. we kind of went on to them a little bit, and we kind of said, uh, "Hey, we asked them, would you have, would you allow your organization to create SharePoint sites themselves?" Yeah. Bear in mind that they're only looking at it from the surface. They've had a couple mm-hmm. of lessons on what it is. So then I said, "Okay." So they said, "No, we should not allow them to create sites. It would be too cocky." So I, I bounced back to them and I said, "Okay." So imagine that your friend had said to you, "Hey, there's a new app on the phone here. You should go and load it." But before you could loan it, you had to ask, go and ask your parents. So. You could request it. Your parents approved it, and then you got that. How would that be? And they both said, 
Well, that kind of stinks. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that does. sucks. We don't want that. So I said, so yeah. therefore you as an organization, you're kind of stopping your business to be able to respond quickly to their business need. And that's not business value. And we started earlier talking about business value. Mm -hmm. Business value is taking away the barriers that IT are putting in the way, either because they control stuff, either because they feel they own stuff, either because we can't trust the users, or because they live with the fact that users are stupid and they'll always do things wrong if they can do things wrong. I believe that we have to change that. And I know you believe that too. I do. So you've still got to work out in your head on one hand, no, we can't let these sites go nuts and control everything. On the other hand, we do want to give service. And I think we have to, that's why we have to work the governance out. True. Exactly. Yes. The governance is post-governance. How do I get out of the crap that I know will get created when these users just go willy-nilly creating sites? Yeah. And that's what we need to do. And they're the tools that Microsoft done. Just to close this subject down, just a touch. The reality of the situation is that when you launch Office 365 SharePoint with self-service site creation, now I have to say that now because if I drink the whiskey, I would not be able to say that. In fact, I might not be able to say it twice. So if you launch it with self-service site creation, mm -hmm. all right, yeah. they will create lots of sites, but then they'll die off. The yeah, fun of disappears because out they, of it. They want to see what they can do. They want to test yep. it out. They want to see how can I, how can this benefit my job? And they will do it once, maybe twice if after a year or something like that. But yeah. then, no. True. On, on Friday, I actually uh, had a webinar. You know, the webinars we used to do with the mm -hmm. organization. Yep. I had the first one with a, a new client. And um, I invited 250 site owners to a, a webinar. Got about 100 of them, I think. No, okay. Um, that's so so you got a bigger drop off or no show rate than uh, SPS Belgium. I okay. did, yes. Okay. But seeing as I had to try and work out how to get 250 people into a single meeting, it was yeah. uh, it, it was a bit late notice, but that but that was okay. okay. But what was interesting was that I did the demo of a SharePoint site. They already know SharePoint. Mm -hmm. They were on premise 2013 moving to SPO. And we just basically showed them. And then they went, "How can we get to play with this?" Well, I actually have already registered you onto a site. But I'm kind of thinking that putting 100 or 150 of these people into one site for them to play is going to get kind of chaotic. Ooh, yeah, that's going to So I said, get guys, crazy. I need to go away and think about what to do with this. I said, what I might do is I might turn on self-service site creation for six hours. Yeah. All right. Let you know when it's going to happen. You can go and create your own site. And I haven't worked it out yet in my head, but I'm thinking that if I make them put test in front of it, and yeah. I say that all these Some sites are going to be deleted naming. by the 1st of December, yeah. then potentially they can go and create their own site. Play around. Then, yeah. you know, I haven't yet worked that out, and I need to go and talk to my boss about this great new idea I've had. <laughs> I don't think she will much appreciate it. but Open but up we'll the gates see. for six hours. Yes. And see what comes in. Well, mm -hmm. it kind of gives us a chance to test the system. Absolutely. Gives us a chance yes. to test how easy it is to create a site. Yes, but um, also the back end from your IT perspective. So what is the load that we're getting? What will the network exactly, be like? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Cool. All right. Nice, nice, nice. All right. We've done 29 minutes so far. So, okay. Just to, just to let you know. Yeah. So, so do we want to top off now and uh, finally end with uh, uh, a podcast that is 
not an hour long like all the last times? Mm, I don't know. Let me. I'll, let me. I'll decide in twenty minutes. I'll tell you what I do need to do. Excuse me. Good. There we go. Yeah. Coming off the back end of one of those, my first winter cold, which is setting oh, myself oh, up for. Oh. I'm now immune, so we're good. Nice. All right. Cool. Cool. Done. Cool. So, um, I thought the questions were really good. I actually thought people were quite positive. Um, yeah. I was surprised by some of the answers. Exactly. And, yeah. uh, so true, I think true, that true. is part of the fun. We aren't carried on with the series. We did two baseline governance. We were going to talk about stream and stuff, and uh, we'll carry on those after ignite. I think going through the different applications with case studies for each one, and yeah, and, yeah. and talking about that. And of course, in mm-hmm. that same time, we'll also talk about the governance of teams and how you actually control them and Office 365 groups. Yeah. And, and I think I read an article just recently about a new set of management tools coming out for Office 365 groups. It's, it was either something that's coming out or somebody just released a paper, but I, I don't know. Anyway, it's Ignite in less than a week's time. Yes, so we're going to see I am a so week, excited A week today, that. everybody, don't yes. remember, it's called The Whiskey Bar. It's on uh, Sand Lake Road. So if you want to come and join us for a drink, that'd be really cool. Uh, and I'm really excited too. Um, and it's a different kind of conference. I get a feel that it's different kind of sessions. There was a whole, lot, a whole lot. load of new breakout sessions released Tuesday of this week. Uh, yeah. And yeah. They, they quickly got booked up. Yeah, true. All I think all the unconference sessions are also all booked up as well. I got really annoyed so. when I was booking the extra sessions on the Tuesday because my strategy for Ignite is... Yes, yes, do that, do that, do that, do that. I'm going to do this. And, and yeah. then on the day itself, I work out where I'm standing. It's 10 o'clock. I'm in the East Conference Center, and I go, what's near me that yeah. I wanted to go and yeah, see? Yeah, I don't want to walk 15 minutes. Correct. Yeah, Except that when I tried to book these breakout sessions, the artificial intelligence, the annoying intelligence, so there's both AI <laughs> and AI, the annoying mm-hmm. intelligence, said, you're already booked into a on conference session would you like me to cancel that for you oh no no i don't want you to cancel that but of course inevitably these are limited numbers so yeah Mm -hmm. so that was quite cool uh we'll have to wait and see what actually happens so so yeah that will be interesting yeah yeah yeah. and uh to be honest i've got no idea what i subscribed into i think i did some uh, I also know that I'll be uh, working on the Teams boot on uh, Wednesday and Thursday. And I will be at the Teams booth asking as many hard questions as I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. So so that'd be quite cool. We got yeah. a few parties booked. Yeah, well, a few. Yeah. A few. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to a wedding. We're going to a wedding. We're going yes. to a wedding. So does that mean we need to bring some... Nice clothes and some flowers. Do we flowers need to do dinner suit? What about, have you got Ooh. room in that we can actually do the uh, oh, man. <laughs> tails and uh, bow tie and dinner jacket? <laughs> we could go and rent something. Yes. We could go and rent morning yes. suits for the yes. wedding between yep. Teams and SharePoint. Yep. Mm-hmm. The wedding of Teams and SharePoint. Yep. The one of the questions are, which one's male and which one's female? Ew. SharePoint is definitely the man. Yeah, well... Yes, if you have to ask me which one is male, which one is female, I would say Teams is more female. I've got no idea why. Uh, the other question is that is Florida a state that allows gay marriages? Because maybe they're both male or both female. Wow, the in-depth oh, philosophical yes. questions we deal with when we're standing <laughs> at a bar drinking whiskey. 
drinking whiskey. <laughs> anyway, yes, there's a wedding on well, uh, Sunday night. Somebody's got something if, planned. If anyone on Twitter has an opinion and is feeling obliged to Listen, say something me, about that this off. If, in if the Me Too area. <laughs> if anybody on Twitter has an opinion on this, please keep it to yourselves. Yes. <laughs> don't don't get yourself game. and us in a bunch of trouble. Don't, no. All right. The only other thing that was on my list of things to talk about, really, um, was uh, I've been asked by the SPE Belgian boys to say thank you to all the speakers who were magnificent. Yeah. So SharePoint mm -hmm. about Saturday Belgium, which was neat. This is this is how much time you get when you invite Moraine and I to do a live podcast at your SharePoint Saturday, folks. So any organizers that fancy having a, a go, then then we only travel first class. Uh, but uh, you're more than welcome to invite us. Yeah, we'll bring our own whiskey. And we'll bring our own whiskey. <laughs> um, but the SharePoint Belgian boys are, are thinking that it's going to change next year. So their 10th year. Yeah, they want to do something different next year. So what they said was, yeah. and Thomas, I asked him, he says, next year there is no SharePoint Belgium. We'll be back with a new concept. Mm -hmm. And their argument, because we sat talking about it to him, didn't we, That is that it's not just about SharePoint anymore. You know, with about it, teams, it is with true. It's, yeah, it's it's yeah. so so much bigger, and they don't but actually Office know. But Office three six five Saturday just doesn't have that same ring to it. There are sessions, aren't they, now that call themselves Office three six five and Flow Saturdays and, and all yeah, those kinds got of things. Power Apps days yeah. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I think it'd be interesting to see how that uh, concept works out. I think that what they're going to do is they're going to get the sponsors to buy everybody a HoloLens headset. And we won't ooh, need to actually ooh. turn up to the event. So we will just be able to walk around in our offices, in our bedroom, in our underwear, all right, while attending SharePoint Saturday Belgium with a HoloLens headset on. That, I think, is the concept wasn't, they're aiming Wasn't for. there a really good movie with Bruce Willis around that same concept, that we would all just be staying at home and living our virtual second oh. lives? Uh, Yes, there was. Anyway. The, uh, it was the one where uh, they were all sort of sitting in their, in yeah. their rooms. I can't remember yeah. what it was called. No, it was it was a kind of good film by Bruce Willis. Yeah. Well, I think the concept was pretty neat. Yeah. But anyway. Um, would be oh, cool. Because it was Ready, I, I Steady, still... Go, Ready, Steady, One. Ready, Steady, yeah. One. No. Ready. Uh, Ready, Player, One. Ready, Player, yeah, One. Yeah. yeah, there's the other concept. Yeah, so maybe true. that's it. SharePoint Saturday Belgium will be Ready, Player, One, Belgium. Yeah. Or like we both went on the ski HoloLens uh, <laughs> yeah. thing, which was pretty awesome. So one of the sponsors actually brought this um, really cool setup where you put on VR goggles and you're actually standing on a, some kind of platform uh, with handles so that you can move a little bit. As with if a, you were really skiing. Yeah, with a fan in front of you that would also give you some... Uh, Cold some air. Some call there. And you could do motorbikes. You could do um, amusement park, railway rides. There was a ski that we did, was which was cool. awesome. <laughs> it was. And, and uh, if um, you look nicer, yeah. you'll find me around there somewhere because I think Marine filmed me and put me on Twitter. So Yeah, I think the official uh, lady that was filming also filmed you as yeah. well. Uh, yeah, we'll see whether I hit the video. Yeah. All right, enough talk. Office 365, it's time to hit the... Irish whiskey. Oh, yeah. Irish yes. whiskey. So, this is a 12-year-old Irish. It's called the Irishman. It's a well-known brand of uh, Irish whiskey. To be honest, I never heard about this. No? Okay. Never did. No. 
But it, it's it probably is. like that writer's tears that I never heard about. The writer's and tears. And now suddenly every whiskey shop I walk into, I see the writer's tears yeah. everywhere. I spoke to somebody else about that and they went, oh yes, that's really good. And I was sitting there going, how do you know about this? Yeah. But uh, obviously the marketing's gone very well for yeah. it. But no, this is the Irishman. This is this is one that's been around a little while. It's a bit like Jameson's. It's kind of, it used to be okay. the kind of classic. Okay, okay. Um, but but I really like this. What I quite like about the tasting wheel, the flavor wheel here, is the biscuit. Yeah, and it's kind of not quite like cinnamon. It's like speculos in the background. But uh, but I also love the apple and the pears on the nose. Yes, very fruity. A lot of vanilla, and that's of course because these are uh, uh, first fill bourbon yeah. casks. Yeah, so lots of vanilla, lots of fruit. Yeah, apples, pears, apricots, something like something that brings in a little bit of warmed uh, in there because if you only have vanilla and apples and pears it can get very cold as a taste and this has a uh, lots of warmth as well it does depth. it's uh it is four years in the barrel so it's traditional irish but it's um it's got a, a toffee a toffee taste oh a lot the back yeah kind but of the, the licorice kind of thing you don't like licorice it wasn't licorice no 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 it's not licorice but it is mm. it is definitely something toffee toffee like yeah kind of it, on the uh, on the taste there's a, a the vanilla and then on the aftertaste as it goes down it, it something really starts gooey. to darken yeah. off into uh, yeah. into toffee yeah oh, yeah absolutely yeah dark mm. taste yeah i also love the color this deep yellow golden color amber um and yeah it it does have as you say you start off with a nice vanilla starter and it by the end it goes dark mm. and warm but it also dies off pretty quickly yeah it does but, but then it, 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 it has that toffee back yeah you know this is basically toffee apple pie whiskey isn't it you got apple, apple on the nose, vanilla is it, apple is it on raisin, the taste, yeah. and then you've got that toffee on the back of the tongue, just on the sides, mm-hmm. as it uh, as it goes down on the oh. on the aftertaste. That is really very nice. So it's a, a twelve year old. As, as a whiskey snob, I will get a I will get a bottle of this. The Irish to enjoy, yeah. So what I liked about this, the sherry was quite small. You know me and, and the sherry yes, taste. Yes, I know you really and nice. the sherry, absolutely. But, but uh, I do have to say that this is has a much warmer taste than the normal just first fill bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that was very nice. So there you go. So uh, you may find it fairly easily. It's a 12-year-old. It's called the Irishman. It's uh, an Irish whiskey. It's fruity on the nose and it's... Uh, caramel and toffee as it goes down at the back it's not got a long taste though no but um but it, but that's sweet but it's not still there. it's not it's really good. a drinker's whiskey it's not like no. it I, I wouldn't drink three of these on a no on an evening but i but i would have this as i like my whiskey as a pre-drink what do you as an, an appetizer aperitif, an appetizer yeah a lot of people but i yeah. would drink this after a sweet yeah this would be good after a dessert nice anyway yeah. so that was the irishman so that's quite cool um i think we've had a really quite a nice podcast we yeah. uh, we got some input and we'll we had some feedback from people so we'll 
Yeah, you will have heard from the people that we we reported. We mm-hmm, the questions mm-hmm. were really neat and exciting. Yeah, um, I had a lovely time on SharePoint Saturday Belgium. Yeah, we had a lovely time yep. SharePoint Saturday Belgium. I had a lovely time just drinking that whiskey, and I'm going to have a great time in a week's time. And hopefully with one or two of you that are listening today or that have yep. listened to some of the podcasts, sharing some tasting whiskies. So remember, the first tasting whiskey is on us. Yep. And there's a choice of, was it 100 or 85 or oh, something? So at least at least 85. 85 choice yeah. of whiskies. Uh, yep. I'm not going to wait there all day, though, while you make a choice. Okay? Otherwise, <laughs> I'll choose for you. If you can't choose in two minutes, I'll choose for you. Yeah. Uh, definitely got this, the uh, the Kilbegan, not the rye, but the Kilbegan single grain there. Yeah. And, uh, they've got a bunch of really nice Isla whiskies yeah, as well. Yeah, they're yeah. so wicked. They've got Nika in the barrel as well. Oh, love that. So the objective is to be so drunk from Sunday afternoon that we don't make it to the SharePoint and Teams wedding. Oh, then we can just crash the wedding Crash while we're the wedding crashes. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? Oh, I've just been watching the Formula One. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Good. We hope you've enjoyed this. So we've definitely finished a nice short podcast, which is awesome. Good. Yes. 45 for minutes. Once. Yeah. For once. I think we've talked about some great subjects. So I am just going to say goodbye. So it's goodbye from Cy Steve on Twitter, at Cy Steve. Uh, and I guess it's a goodbye from me and it's a goodbye from him. It's a goodbye from me as well, at Marijn Somers. You can follow me on Twitter as well. Um, as always, please feel free to leave a note. Um to say how you like SharePoint Saturday Belgium, how you like our podcast. Let us know what we can still improve. Let us know if you're coming to Ignite. Let us know if you want to have a whiskey on us. And see you there. Bye. Cool. Ciao, folks.